Welcome back to the show. There's no telling where we'll go. So come and share a laugh on the Imp and Skiz podcast. A guilty pleasure is an activity or piece of media that someone enjoys but would be embarrassed by if other people found out about it. Mm -hmm. These might be books, movies, TV shows, foods, etc. Generally, the guilty pleasure is something that might be viewed as shameful by some people, like trashy novels or overdone rom-coms and... That's the definition, Ooh, okay. and those are examples, and we're talking about guilty pleasures Rom-coms. Okay. Well, let's start there. Why not? All right. Let's start there. And this is a movie that's going to date me a little bit. We're uh, talking guilty. We're going through our, our guilty, own yeah. guilty pleasures. We're going to come out with them, I suppose. Um, <laughs> so there was a movie that, and maybe I just had a crush on the actress or something. I don't know what, um, but I think it was in the 90s called the cutting edge oh boy and it was a story about uh like a hockey player who i think got injured and so he couldn't be a professional hockey player anymore uh and then a figure skater who just like could not keep a partner because she was just a, a little too much a little brash i guess i'm trying to use proper words here and so they pair up this this ex-hockey player with this figure skater to try to like do a pair a couple pair figure skating for the Olympics or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing is like them fighting and, and her trying to teach him how to use like figure skates as opposed to hockey skates. Have you ever, you ever had the difference of I, I hockey think, skates versus figure skates? Have I think you ever the worn them? figure skates have like a toe pick. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. Yeah. So, so there's a moment where he's training and he's not used to the toe pick cause they don't have that with hockey skates and, and he falls face forward and, and you just hear in the background going <laughs> toe pick, you know, and I love that movie for some reason. Yeah. And anytime I've ever mentioned it, like either one people haven't heard of it or two, it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you like that movie? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. so you I think like I like a love story from time to time. You know, it's cute. They're fighting. They get along. Yeah. You know, are they? Is it going to happen? Are they not going to? Are they going to win the gold? You know, I thought it was a good movie. Okay. Okay. I. All right. So you in you're sort of not supposed to like that movie, is right? It? Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. That's fair. That's is it. You wouldn't. You wouldn't look at me and be like, I bet you he likes Cutting Edge. Is it okay? Got it. Okay. Okay. You okay. Know? Okay. So that doesn't right. exactly fit. Yeah. Like. You know. All right. So I here's a here's a guilty pleasure. And I think this is an artist, and I think that you have the same guilty pleasure. Guys our age, not supposed to be into ta Taylor Swift. Not no. supposed to. And I'm not no, but no, I'm willing to shake it off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you've had that one locked and loaded. So, <laughs> so here's the deal. I uh I it's it's not like I like all of Taylor Swift stuff, but there is a good um chunk of her catalog that to me. There's here's what cannot be argued. It cannot be argued how what a gorgeous voice that she has. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And some of the songs are like Shake It Off are, are like they're fun, man. Yeah. And they're poppy and they work. And there's I mean, I have, I'm yet to come by a song that I think is like this, like ultra deep, whatever. But maybe I just haven't been exposed to it. But that's that's not an artist we're supposed to like impulse. We're grown men. We're never. We're not supposed to be like, oh, put on some Taylor <laughs> Swift. I mean, I'm not saying that we're full blown Swifties going. I, like, no. I didn't go to her concert. I didn't make any friendship bracelets. None of that stuff. Yeah, you know, I didn't go over the top. But uh, when it, when one of her songs come on, I will stop and listen. Yeah, yeah that's uh, yeah. She has a she does a, a run. I think it's I think I have the right song. Let me think. Uh, I think it's called Blank Space is the name of the song. I think this is a perfect testament that I don't I don't I I could be right. I could be wrong. But she has a little uh, a, a run in there that she does, and it's very, very brief, but it's like, 
I, I bet you, I bet you I can, I can play it here, but it'll only, because it'll only be like a second long. I bet you I can do it right here. That right there. I don't know what it is about that, but that little piece there, I think that was probably the segment that I was like, yeah, this chick's got a really, really, really good voice. And I, the more I listened to her, the more I realized, no, this is like, she's the real deal. Yeah. She's very, very talented. You know, who's a huge Taylor Swift fan. Uh, her mom, Gemini Tay. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they share the same name, Taylor. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> She's now Gemini Taylor Swift. <laughs> she loves she loves uh Taylor Swift. I tried to um I tried to teach Gem a little bit of like music history a little bit, uh, because she didn't know who Alanis Morissette was. Oh and the the fact that Gem's from like Canada and Alanis Morissette's from Canada, I thought for sure. Because, you know, there's, in Minecraft, there's that advancement when you get your, your first iron pick and it says, isn't it iron pick? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. And it's a, like, she, it's, just, she it's, always just let that she slide. She never knew what that was. <laughs> and so we were recording. This was like episode one, season nine, Hermitcraft. We were recording and it came up and, and I started singing. Isn't it iron pick? Don't you think? <laughs> and then she's like what are you saying? <laughs> and I had to stop and like explain it to her. And I literally like sent her the song in discord so she could listen to it. Uh, and, I, and I was like, come on, you got to get into this. A lot of sports. That's awesome. How do you not know who a lot of, she was not well, some dude, sort of big, I mean, small the, deal. This, she was huge. No, but we're talking about somebody that was like, that music was popular, like in the nineties. Right. Like, so yeah, yeah but she sure. knows who I'm, Elvis is. She knows who the true, Beatles are. True. Like, yeah. I need to, to okay. Everybody's just went, everybody just listening. Just like, is he comparing Alanis Morissette to Elvis? No, I went to a sort Beach of. Boys concert. That was definitely before my yeah, time. See, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? Let me tell you something about Alanis Morissette. This, we're way off subject. I'm fine with it. Uh, I didn't, it's not even a guilty pleasure. I, I'm a huge fan of her entire catalog. Mm -hmm. Like, that what an artist she was right out of the gate. I loved everything that she did. And then I went to one of her concerts and I, I'm, I'm just going to say it. I, she is really hot. Like I had no, I did not see that coming. I went to the concert and I went with a buddy of mine and the whole time he's, he, and he's like, I, she is really hot. I'm like, I know I wasn't expecting that. This, it was, <laughs> anyways, I digress. So I remember, uh, listening to Jagged Little Pill on repeat. Oh, this yeah. could be a guilty pleasure, I suppose. There you go. Um, so my dad, he was driving truck. He would drive, you know, 18 wheelers across the country and deliver stuff. And so I was going to go to uh, have family in Iowa and I was going to go like stay with family for a little while. And it just so happened that his route on the truck was going to drive through Iowa. So he was just going to drop me off where I needed to go. And so I remember just hanging out. He had a like a cab, you know, like in the back of the truck where he could like sleep and had a refrigerator and everything it was crazy. Um, and so I was just laying in the, in the cab, like listening to Jagged Little Pill on repeat for the entire trip to <laughs> Iowa, which was like a two and a half day drive or something like a two day drive, I think. Um, and so like I the, listened the, to the album, the album, okay, Jagged Little yeah. Pill, Alanis Morissette. So yeah, like anytime I hear a song from that album, I go back to being in the back of my dad's truck oh, yeah. and because that's where that's Nostalgic. where it was. Yeah. Like, like music does that for me. It like triggers memories. That's yeah. why I love music so much. Cause I can typically like remember a time of my life where I was like, heard that song for the first time or, or whatever. And so Jagged Little Pill does that to me. Well, we did a podcast about the power of lyrics and that was a really yeah. fun one to do. And we talked about possibly going back and doing one about music and maybe that's another day. That's because mm -hmm. I would, that's, I'm with you. I'd like to really dive into that, but all right. Okay. I want to get back to guilty pleasures. Mm. Uh, so wait, who went last? So what did we announce? Uh, the music. Oh yeah. A movie. 
Is there is there I, I said a movie. Is there a movie that that you're embarrassed that you like? Okay, yes. Yes, yes. I, I was almost gonna I'm just gonna all right, fine. I'll just dive right into it. Okay, here it goes. Uh there's a movie that's all about BMX racing, and it's a movie called Rad. And this has been this movie that like me and my buddies have just, I can't figure it out. Like, it's one of those things where when we go on our guy's trip, we watch it every single time. And, and actually, we end up watching it. Sometimes we just let it loop. I mean, this place. Like, we'll watch it five, <laughs> six times throughout the trip, you know? This movie is is so stupid. And and here's the thing. This is that I really, really like it. Um, this is like, like Lori Laughlin's in it. And she must be 17, dude. Like, it's, a, wow. it's an old movie. And, uh, and it's so like ridiculous. She's supposed, you know, it's about these BMXers and they're really amazing. The opening credits and the, and the end credits with these, with the, with the type of BMXers that they brought in to do a lot of the shots or whatever, they're amazing. Right. And I mean, I don't know if anybody doesn't know what this is, but BMXers is, it's a bike. It's, 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 yeah, I was going to yeah. say you should send it to mumbo because he was, remember he said it like, yeah, he yeah. was way into BMX. Yeah. You but. know, I think I will. I wonder if he, I wonder if he's seen it. I think no, I will he definitely it has not. I, well, hold on for a second. This, this is, there's a lot of people listening and, and watching who are like, I know exactly what movie he's talking about. It was actually relatively like a kind of a big movie. Uh, the woman who plays, I'm forgetting the actress's name, but she plays, Rocky Balboa's wife and Rocky, she's in the movie. Okay. And um, there's other names, like you'd recognize their faces, but not, not a bunch of huge names. What, and, and there's another guy that was like like a, a famous Olympian uh, gymnast. He's in the movie. I can't remember. I'm blowing it. Okay. But anyways, anyways, it's this movie about BMXing and it's just really, really stupid where there's this kid who's he's like a, uh, has his own paper route. And he can't just do the paper route. He's got to do like tricks the whole time, which is pretty cool. And then these like big time, this big time BMX like uh, competition uh, business comes into the town to like do this competition there. But it's all for the famous people who are sponsored. But this kid wants to get in on it and they just want to keep him out because they don't want him to beat their star guy who's like the guy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's your story. Here's the problem, dude. <laughs> it's like, it's, the the acting is so bad. The 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 lines are like the it's just so bad. Everything is so bad. The direction is so bad. And I'm just gonna say it. I know that they were like I don't know if they didn't have a whole lot of um like female BMXers back in that in the day when this was made or whatever. But there's a scene where Lori Laughlin is like you know she's supposed to be this amazing BMXer, but as you watch this movie, you could tell she barely knows how to ride a bike. <laughs> but she's supposed to be like super good. And she like uh, she's about to do this incredible stunt. So they've got her on a on a bike on the you know it's just the the front shot. So she can't fall or whatever. Then it cuts to the back of her just doing some sick thing. It's like a hundred eighty five pound man with a wig. Like it's just like <laughs> so bad, dude. And it's and that's like the, that's kind of the uh, the charm of the movie. And 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 I remember because my my good buddy, it's like his favorite movie ever. I finally started to realize. We love this movie because it's us. It's for us. Like we, it's we share how the nonsense of it. And then it was a couple of years ago. I started to realize, crap. I think he thinks that this is a good movie. And I was like, and I told him, and I, hey, we had this moment. It was actually on a guy's trip. This is several years ago. It was on a guy's trip, and I said, I just, hey, buddy. So the movie rad. You you know it sucks, right? He's like, what did you just say? <gasps> yeah. And I was like, you know, like unequivocally, it's a terrible movie. He's all. What are you saying right now? He was very upset. I'm oh, like, dude, no. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. And he's all, oh, you're pissing me off. And I was like, dude, the movie is objectively bad. He's all, I don't want to hear this anymore. And it was like this really funny. Everybody else was cracking up. 
he was pissed for a long time, uh-huh. like a long time. And I'm like, I'm just, I love watching with you, but the movie sucks, bro. <laughs> I had that same thing happen to me when uh, I told Tango that I really liked the movie A Knight's Tale. Oh, okay. Tango, he couldn't, he was shocked that like, and I love that movie. I, I've watched it so many times. I love it. Like if it's, if it's, it, it, you know how it, like it'll just come on TV and it's just like, if I'm scanning for channels and I'm just like, Oh, Night's Tale, I'll stop every single time. Yeah. There's not been one time where I'm like, Oh, Night's Tale's just being played on TV. I'm going to like <laughs> scan, go past it. No, it never happens. So I, anyway, I told Tango about this, that I loved a Night's Tale. And he was like, he was in horror. He's like, that movie was so terrible that <laughs> this is, this was his words. That movie was so terrible that me and my wife walked out of the theater oh. in the middle of the movie. <laughs> It was that bad in his eyes. And I was like, I was so heartbroken. I was like, no, it's so good. It's called Alonze. Like, come on. Like, it's got so many good moments in Heath Ledger, of course. Uh, rest in peace. It was amazing in it. I, I don't know. I, I love that movie. I know you haven't really given it a chance. I think I watched it once. And we, we talked briefly about this. And, and I'm a mad. We're not, we don't need to go too far down that rabbit hole. I'm a massive Heath Ledger fan. And his, his exit was is awful. Um, and I remember seeing the movie and I didn't think it was terrible. I didn't think it was great, but you also said, did you watch it? Try watching it a hundred times. And you actually have an argument there that like the movie rad, let me put it this way. If you've never seen the movie rad, you would probably want to just say, I'm not watching this movie anymore within the first five minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but every single time we watch it, we honestly capture something new every single time. And that's, I think the the connection you have with that. Yeah. Same thing. Pitch perfect three. You, d- you didn't like Pitch Perfect 3. I've given it a chance enough times now that I think it's actually a good movie. Yeah. I, mean, it, I might have to give it another and, go. And I'm go- we're going we're gonna to get a lot of hate for some of these <laughs> some of these things we're saying. That's the whole point, right? Like, yeah. These are these are guilty pleasures. Like, it's most people would not agree with the things we're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? That's how it becomes guilty. Well, I don't think Pitch Perfect 1 is a guilty pleasure. I think that's objectively a fantastic movie. Right. Yeah, like, I wouldn't go there. But, I mean... Uh, it's a great movie. Everyone knows I love the movie, but the guilty pleasure might not be that I love the movie. The guilty pleasure might be that I watch that movie on average at least once a month. The guilty pleasure is your obsession with the it. The obsession with yeah. it, yeah. I. It, it's not just me, though. It's my whole family. At least somebody in my family, within the next couple of weeks, will, will say, can we watch Pitch Perfect tonight? Like I, I, think I, I think it was one week ago that I watched it. That's awesome. For like, I'd like the it. bazillionth time. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's so funny because like every single time I catch something new, you know? Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> like I love all the little quotes in it. <laughs> when, when, when he said that he mentioned like, oh, I don't have a girlfriend. And she's like, but what? You have juice pouches in rock. <laughs> like yeah. just the little quips in there. Yeah. I just love that. And, and then you pick up on it every time. And then she's like, oh, you got burrito behind your ear. And she's like, leave it. It fuels my hate fire. You know, <laughs> yeah. like there's so many things. What a anyway, finish up like a Everybody knows that movie's good. I, no one's arguing that. No, no, it's there's great. no way. There's no way anybody that's watching or listening to this is gonna argue that. There's no way. No. It, but I will tell you who I, I expect judgment for this next one. Uh oh. I expect you all to judge me. I expect it. And if you don't, then I judge you back. <sighs> I don't even know if I want to share this. This was an accident, okay, that I ended up watching this. It well, it was. Here's here's the deal. Mm-hmm. I had very, very aggressive shoulder surgery. You remember that? That was a long time ago. Yeah. I had to have a triple surgery on my shoulder because I torn the labrum like 70% through or something to that effect. And I had to do all these bone spur shavings. Anyways, coming out of that, 
I was immobile. You know what I mean? It was, I, it was, I could barely move for a day or two or whatever. And I was in the living room uh, because I could be propped up there and the TV was on and everybody left and I couldn't get the remote. (laughs) So I was forced to watch what was there. Would you like to know what was there, dude? No. I'm going to tell you. Here it comes. Jersey Shore. Oh, you didn't. We're talking about reality the situation. TV show. The situation. Pauly D. MTV reality yes. TV. No this way. Is, this is like the worst thing in the world. And I remember being like, no, no. I thought about finding something just to throw at the TV and break the TV. Right. But <laughs> instead I was like, I guess I'll watch. And then all of a sudden I started to get a little bit invested in, uh, in Snooki, Pauly D and the situation. And I'm like, these people suck. Like, this is like, this is so stupid. I can't believe, I cannot believe the problems that these people have convinced themselves they have. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But then all of a sudden I got invested in them being successful in their journeys. Like GTL, Jim Tan Laundry. That's their day that they go to the gym. They get, they make, they work on their tan and then they do their laundry and they call it Jim Tan Laundry. And it's like this thing, and you want them to be successful on that day. And then when the cars would, when the cabs would show up, so they go out clubbing, they'd say, cabs are here. And then I would slap every time it would come, the cabs would show up, and I would say it along with Pauly D, cabs are here. And next thing I know, my wife's like, you like this show? And I'm like, no, I don't. She's like, yes, you do. I'm like, yes, I do. And I was just super invested in it, dude. And, I, and that, that is a legit legit guilty pleasure Ooh. it was awful oh i'm so I'm so glad that's i got that off my one. chest that's a tough one uh i can't top that <laughs> like that should you should have saved that for the end because there's no topping that i mean i i will admit i've watched like some reality tv i like the show big brother i've been addicted to big brother since like season three which my wife doesn't have the fondest memories about Big Brother mm-hmm. because her introduction to Big Brother was while she was in labor. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. so my wife is in labor, right? Not quite ready to actually give birth yet, but it's the process. And my parents come to visit in the in the hospital room. And it just so happened that at the time that my wife was in labor, Big Brother was also on TV. So my parents walk in the, <laughs> the living room and say, you know, hi, how's it going? You good? And she's like, yeah, in labor, having contractions, not quite there yet. And they're like, cool, grab the remote. And they turn on the TV in the room to Big Brother. And she's like, you came to visit me so you can watch Big Brother while I'm in labor? Like, So she doesn't have like the fondest right. like appreciation for Big Brother, but she'll sit through it uh, and, and kind of watch it with me. But I, I, I watch Big Brother. I like it. I, For me, I like the, the social deduction stuff, right? Like to see them like socially engineering and like forming alliances and breaking alliances and backstabbing and all that kind of stuff. I like to see how people's minds work and how they get caught up in their lies and stuff. Yeah. I just think that's fun. Yeah. And you're kind of like playing among <clears throat> us, you know? Yeah. It, it, it's kind of like, it's fun to just see people, how they can work their way out of, out of lies and stuff. But okay. I could see that there was one. So you didn't just stop at Jersey shore though. You're really going to do this to me. Come on. You're really going to do this to me. God, Cause I got to know for myself. Cause I got a story behind, behind this. Uh, you want to talk about Tim and wit? Yeah. All right. I love Tim and wit, dude. But let me, let me, okay, so here's the bottom line. So Tim and Witt, and, and I've mentioned them on this podcast before, but Tim and Witt, uh, so it's Whitney Port, who was part of, and this is where I always blow it. She was part of one of those reality shows. Uh, the, one I, Tree Hill or something? No, no, that's well, not a reality know. show. That's just a stupid show. Oh, I don't know. She was part of, know. um... <laughs> She was part of the hills. And it didn't have it, the word hill in it. I, I think it's the yeah, hills. I think, I, yeah. <laughs> didn't have the word hill in it. I think it was um I think it was the hills. 
Uh, anyways, she was part of that, I believe. And then one of the producers on it was, um, um, was Tim. And they just kind of met and they, and the rest is history. They're married now, right? So then they decided to do a, no, she was in the, so she was the star of the city. She was in the hills, I believe, but she was a star of something called the city, where it was basically when she branched off and it was kind of her show. And I think, I don't know which one he was a producer of. It's irrelevant. Anyways, they ended up doing, starting their own uh, YouTube channel where they do reaction videos to her show, which was the city. And then once they finished it, they realized they had gotten a following and it was time to move on uh, to other shows. So they did other shows and now they just kept on going. Now they're doing one called Siesta Key, which is just like these people. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be too judgy, but you, like these people are awful. Not all of them. Not all of them. There's quite literally two people on the cast of Siesta Key that I'm like, I like her and I like him. And, I, and I'm talking about them as people. Everybody else is garbage. Like this, it's such a weird and judgy thing to say, but I'm doing it. Like, and, and for the record. So wait, are you now watching these reality okay, shows? Okay, so yes. So hold on. Oh let gosh. me let me get okay. there. I want to say my piece because I want it to be very, very, um, I want to be very transparent that when I say these people suck, I am literally, I'm smart enough to know that whom I'm judging is what's being edited and what's being directed. And, and mm -hmm. the reason I know that is because since I watched him and wit, this is supposed to be a reality show. That's a bunch of horse crap. This is that this is it. It's not, dude. It's not. They're being pushed. What? They're, reality no, 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 shows no, no. are scripted. No, 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 they're not necessarily <gasps> scripted. They're not like say this, say that, but they are like you have to go yeah. bring up this topic with this person. Go start a fight with that yeah, person. Yeah, pretty much, right? Uh, and so and Tim, we need some drama. Well, Tim lets you uh kind of behind the curtain uh, on that front, right? So I'm not it's not lost on me that a lot of what I'm seeing is not genuinely who some of these people are. But some of it you just can't hide. You know what I mean? So anyway, so we ended up watching that. But I stand by Tim and Wit, dude, because he is so funny. He so is This must be so another one funny. where you got to give him more than five minutes because... Oh, big time. I, you tried to talk <clears throat> me into checking them out, and I turned on their thing, and <laughs> five minutes in, I look over at my wife, and we had the same look on our face. <laughs> what is Skiz... <laughs> thinking you gotta this give is it a the go. biggest piece gotta, of garbage no, it's not. we've You're ever wrong. watched in our lives now did you watch like their beginning of their stuff i don't know no we probably just Whatever recommended, boom. So that's kind of weird, right? You can't win. If you start at the beginning, you're going to see not good stuff. They were like quite literally, this is what I, I find so brilliant. Well, if you about. go to the first video I ever made, then you're going to feel the exactly. same way. No, exactly. Right. But, but this is, this was to the point to where they were still trying to learn their equipment Yeah. and they had like their camera, their main no, camera. No, it's no, it was further along because I mentioned like how I hated the fact they kept like superimposing a face over top oh, of the show and it was like you, you wiggle got, and stuff. And I was like, that was so cringe. And you're like, dude, that's part of the charm. Yeah, like, no, yeah. no, dude, that's cringe. You got, you trust me on this, dude. I know what I'm talking about. If you keep watching what, what's going to happen is that you're going to become familiar with who Tim is and you're going to become familiar with who wit is. Okay. And here's the best part. You're going to become familiar with Tim's disposition towards a certain character on the show. So when they superimpose his face over that character for a, a, an exact moment and he does all of his goofy faces, those faces are supported by like he really loathes this person. So he's going extra like over the top by trying to, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's and it, it is at first it's jarring and you don't really get it when especially when you have no you have, you guys went in with goose egg of context. You have no context yeah. whatsoever. So it was one of those things that if you commit it a little bit, it it does it, and it might not, but it but it's it's a guilty pleasure. I'll be honest, yeah. we aren't gonna. You're try not gonna it. give it a go. We will never. Doesn't give matter it that I'm go. right. Every yeah. piece of advice I've ever given you have no. always been right. Now, 
I'm batting a thousand, and you're still going to go back to the dugout. I'm not going to watch Jersey Shore. I'm not going to watch. <laughs> no, you don't need to watch Jersey Shore. I'm not going to try to get you a Jersey Shore. That, I'm not going to try to do that. You don't need. You to could do have that. that guilty pleasure. I don't want it. That's, <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> now, now, what's funny is uh, when I talked about the Jersey Shore one, you said I can't top that, right? And I'm sorry, dude, but that goes to one of my biggest guilty pleasures of all time is the top that scene in the movie Teen Witch, <laughs> which is the stupidest scene in the world. Oh, and I'm gonna, I'm, You've talked well, about I'm this gonna before, have right I haven't talked about this before. I sent a, I, a tweet out that you, me, and Tango are going to learn that, that dance. dance. So no, my God, no. <laughs> so here's the best part. The so dance bad. itself is so ridiculous, and I hope I was able to play it uh, up here. The dance itself is so ridiculous, and the notion that this is supposed to be a really charismatic character and that's what's happening you must be joking can you believe impulse the irony of what i'm about to tell you yesterday yesterday i came across a clip of that actor i don't know if i could say today but some obviously decades later reflecting on that scene and he talks about it and he's just like oh like he he and he talks about he that that day he was not like outright fighting with the director but there was a lot of debate and him talking to the director being like do you know how stupid this is going to be? Like, <laughs> do you know how dumb this is going to be? Like he kept going. He's like, if you want this to be suave, let's dial it back a little bit. And then the, and then the choreographer's like, you got to go like this with your hands. And he's just like, you don't understand. I'm going to be the, the I'm going to be the laughing stock, man. And it became like one of the funniest, stupidest scenes in the history of forever. But he was just like, and he, I got to give it up. I kind of admired this actor to be honest, because as time went by, and what he said came to fruition and it became known as like one of the most laughable scenes in cinema history. He's like, ah, you know, it's, I, that's just what it is. You know what? And he just, he, he sees himself as a professional actor. He, yeah. he dedicated his, that was his craft. And now he's got this job and, and he's put into this role of the dumbest thing ever. But my guilty pleasures, I can't, I've watched that scene like a thousand times. It's so funny. Oh my God. <laughs> it's too good. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I'm trying to think of what else, what else, uh, I got a guilty pleasure in. Hmm. What about, okay. So, so many we, we talked, to, uh, yeah, we talked about like, uh, songs, movies, TV shows, reality shows. Uh, let's see in the YouTube world. Is there anything YouTube wise? No, I wouldn't say I have a guilty pleasure in, in any of the YouTube stuff I watch. Like I think, um, I do get into more of the gear related stuff a lot. Like I'll, I'll watch like, People talk about the latest mixing board that came out on the market. Mm -hmm. Dude, there's this new one that's even better than the Rode Podcaster Pro, too. That's amazing. <laughs> it can it can send the audio over the network. Network NDI. So you could anyway. Uh, so yeah, I, I have a little bit of guilty pleasure in like being a gearhead when when it comes to like streaming equipment and, and audio video equipment. Um, but I wouldn't say that's a guilty pleasure because I feel like that's kind of normal, right? Like, I think like so. That's just a hobby, you know, that, that people get into. Yeah. Um, I don't really read a lot of books. Uh, as far as books are concerned, I'd say that when I do read books, they're mostly self-help books. So maybe there's a little bit of guiltiness in there that, that I'm, I'm always like trying to improve on whatever, like, you know. That's, having boundaries and, and yeah and, uh being know. more efficient with my time and and uh being healthier like uh, i was reading one about a guy who did a like a like an ultraman on steroids you know mm. it was cool to read uh yeah but not much there with the book anything else i uh, my list is way too long apparently i i uh i i will say this i don't think it's a guilty pleasure 
that I watch poker the way, like as much as I do, like nobody, when I watch poker, nobody in my family can possibly understand. Like, how is it, how is it, dad, how can you sit here and watch what might be the most boring thing I've ever seen in my entire life? And I understand why, if you're not into it, I, cause I'm watching what, what you can't see. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm watching a, a whole different level of, of this interaction that you can't see. There's times when I'm watching uh, one, one poker player have a reaction to another one. And I'm aware that this reaction is being fueled by a bout that they had several months prior. You know what I mean? And I, like, I, I like that. I like that. Mm -hmm. But I will say the guilty pleasure part is probably the way I watch it to where I will watch the same hand like several times in a row and I'll rewind and watch it over and over again just to study every nuance I possibly can. It's not, it's not going to do me any good. It's not, gonna, it's not like I'm going to play with these people, but it's to study, uh, the nuances of the people whom I admire as poker players and see what I can learn from that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I just, I study it on a kind of an obsessive level and I suppose that's where it kind of turns into a bit of a guilty. Right. Poker. Yeah. It's okay to like, just like casually have hobbies and stuff. And when you get obsessive about it, I guess it can become, yeah. it can lead to a little bit of guilt that, that you become it's obsessed. It's just like a little like, much. It's too yeah. much or yeah. something. I mean, yeah. like you can say that about like my obsession with phasmophobia right now, you know, like I, I, I might be like, I feel guilty playing it. I played it off camera yesterday. I yeah. feel guilty playing it off camera, but I, I, you know, that's just called like having some, me you're time. having some fun. You're having like some it. me time. That's, yeah. that's no big deal. Here's one. And this is, I fully admit this is like, this is an actual guilty pleasure is TikTok. Like I honestly, mm. like I, I don't, uh, that I can't believe like how I will be working and I'm just like, oh, I'm stressed and I'm whatever. And the second I start to feel a little bit overwhelmed, I go right to TikTok and I don't know why I do that. There's just, there's like so many cool things on it and there's also a lot of garbage. So through time that it learns you and it, you weed out a lot of the garbage yeah. or whatever, but you end up like, you know, that's how I, that's how I came across Estefario, the drummer. That's how I came across was TikTok. Right. And then you see like all these other uh, really cool things. Like, I don't know why I like the crushing machines. I'm like, do you know who Bushman is? Do you know what that is? I can't stop watching Bushman. Is that Bush the guy Man. who... Isn't a bush costume and he like scares people when they walk yes. past him? Why? That's still a thing. Yes, and I, I love how it. Is, how is that still a thing? After the first like three people, it's the same thing over and over again. <laughs> because their reactions know. are different every time. That's what makes it so funny. Has he ever been kicked in the face? Uh, no. Has anybody like knee jerk reacted just like you know the fight or flight and they went to fight? They just kick him right in the face. Well, I I haven't seen that, but I have seen somebody hit him in the face, but it wasn't a knee jerk reaction. It was, it was, um, they, they knew when they did it, they knew that they were, there was no danger. They were just embarrassed that they got startled mm -hmm. and they did that. And, um, and so Bushman, if any, that's exactly what you're talking about. He's in a, he looks like a bush and he pops up. He's like, ah, he doesn't touch anybody. He just kind of, it's like the bush moved. He also does one where he's in a, uh, like a big snowman outfit, right? And he like moves or whatever. And, and I would say 90% of the time, the mark is, is just starts cracking up. You know what I mean? And then, and it's very rare you get somebody who's like, doesn't like fun, uh, but he got hit in the face and he probably shouldn't have, but he went and clocked that guy back. I, I don't agree with that, Ooh. but yeah. But anyways, anyways, anyways. So TikTok, like it pulls me in, man. And it's, I don't have time for this, you know? And it's just weird. Yeah. Like I'm stressed. I'm stressed. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to just, I'm going to unplug for a, a little bit. And dude, I, I hate to admit this, but sometimes like 10 minutes will go by. I'm like, I don't have 10 minutes to spare. <laughs> what the heck? That was supposed to be like a 30 second thing, you know? And it's, it's actually pretty embarrassing, but that's, that's real. That's a real guilty pleasure. Mm. 
Yeah, I was wondering, like, is okay, like the idea of like your phone pulling you in that way. The only thing that does that to me is like, like Twitter will do it, but mainly like when I read YouTube comments, you know, mm. like I'll, I'll, I'll get done, you know, making videos. And at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I, I haven't read any comments today. And so like, I'll go and, and sit on the couch or whatever and, and have the news on and, and not, and then I don't even pay attention to the news. I start reading comments and it's like, next thing I know, it's like, oh, I just read a hundred comments. Yeah. Like what happened to the last 30 minutes of my life? And then. Do I feel any better after reading those comments? Eh, not really. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was that one in there that got under my skin, but the other 99 yeah. were great. You know, It's like you're looking for the ones that make you feel oh, bad. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. That's a whole other topic. Yeah, of, it's of, a whole... Uh, whole... Of, of, and in fact, a little foreshadowing. Yeah. Uh, next podcast, we might dig into that a little bit further. Uh, just a little bit. Just so, a little bit. So because especially after this one, we're going to be getting uh, a lot of judgment um, what if we flipped the script on this? <clears throat> because talking about guilty pleasures, is there any any uh, oh, what's the opposite of pleasure? Pain, guilty pain, guilty. <laughs> Do you pain? have any guilty pain? Here's one. Here's what I mean. Okay. Because I wouldn't call it a pleasure, <laughs> but I but I am addicted to it. it. I love. We have this like bathtub in our backyard that has. Uh, like a system that cools the water mm. to like ice water temperature. And I love getting in it. It is painful every time. It is so painful. Get in the water. It's like right now we've got it set at like 50 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. And that's pretty cold, but not as cold as it could be. But you get in and it's immediately like, <gasps> like you're and, and your body does like trigger that fight or flight. And it releases like, it, uh, you know, like chemicals in your body and stuff mm -hmm. when it happens. Uh, and it's painful. But then like I get out of it after like five, ten minutes and I just want to get back in. Like I love it. Yes. And I'm like, I'm addicted to it. Like every day I got to get in it. Uh, it's good. Wow. For the, apparently, it's, it's really good for the body, you know, as far as like, and it will help like hopefully burn some fat too down the road. We'll see. Well, GSP subscribes to that in a big time. George St. Pierre, he's yeah. a big time MMA fighter. He subscribes to that in a big way. He has a big, uh, like, uh, it looks, if I'm not mistaken, he's got a big barrel that he gets that he okay. fills with ice water and gets all the way up. But he actually like dumps ice in it. Yeah. See, this, this is where it's like, okay, this machine that cools the water saves us from having to buy ice every day and yeah. which would be a pain. So it makes it real easy. Um, I, I know it's supposed, so my, uh, I don't, I, I can, I know where you're coming from and I have, I have an example of guilty pain I, that's that I can give you, but I will tell you the cold water thing. I could not be further from you on. First that. of all, you wouldn't fit in the tub. That's true. <laughs> Cause too. we didn't get the XL tub. Yeah. Cause yeah. me and my wife are both five foot eight. So. Yeah. I would be, my knees, my knees would be against my ears. <laughs> no, my wife and I were at a, uh, gosh, where were we? We went to a resort. I think we may have been in Jamaica. I don't remember, but there was a part of the pool that was separate from the rest of the pool. And it was, they called it like the, the healing section or something. And it was quite literally what you're talking about. It was not connected to the real pool. It was physically, but the water didn't mix and it was much, much, much colder water. And they set it up. So it was like that water was coming down these rocks. It was actually kind of cool. So the concept of it was good. I'm like, Oh, let's go get in that. That sounds neat. I got in and I was like, no, and I just got right <laughs> out. I, I do not handle cold water or cold in general. I don't, I don't do It'd be it. interesting to see if you forced yourself to just go through it. Cause part of it is the, the I mean, mental, I've done the yeah. mental discipline to just do it. Yeah. Like every, like I said, every time going to get in, I, I have fear. Like mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh God, this is going to suck. And then I just force myself to do it and it sucks. Yeah. And then the suck passes. And then you're just kind of like, I just did that. Yeah. Like, you know, and then you get out and it's just like, you feel so good. Well, I'll tell you. So, so I've had to do the, um, 
you know, like when I injured my IT band, which goes on the outside of your knee from your ankle, mm -hmm. outside of your knee up to your hip. Um, and that thing was like massively inflamed. So I had to take a lot of ice baths, right? So what I would always do is I'd fill the tub uh, with a ton of water and ice. And you've got to be careful. You actually, you, you can actually make it too cold with ice, right? You got to, you actually you have to sort of know what you're doing. Otherwise you could... I, you don't want to get hypothermia. You yeah. can actually create more inflammation. It's crazy. I've done it before to where I was like puffier afterwards because I just, I did it wrong. Anyways, uh, I would fill it with ice and water and then I'd get in and just kind of grin and bear it. Just, uh, just get in and, just, uh, and it's the worst. But I learned uh, through time that that's, don't do it that way. Get in water and then have somebody pour the ice in. You know what I mean? Because then it's like the, well, uh, the boiling, boiling frog. frog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and you can feel you're still cold, but you're getting, you're getting it done. Right. Yeah. Well, when I, um, uh, hiked the the Grand Canyon and we we're at the bottom and, and I'm mainly talking about the first time I did it to where I trained a lot in the gym to get like from a, a, an endurance standpoint, but I didn't train my stabilizer. So my feet, my ankles were jacked up by the time I got to the bottom. So we used that Colorado water as because it's freezing mm -hmm. and we use that to, you know, cool our, our stuff. So all I had to do was going up to my knees, whereas my, my wife was up, like had her entire bottom half and well, we went to another section of it that they call the beach and it's just as cold. It's super cold. And it was like, we, I went into my hips just to like re really get it done. And my brother was like, okay, write a passage. If this is your first time, you got to dunk. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and he's just like, write a passage, man. Anybody here, if it's your first time, you got it. Cause he does this a lot and, yeah. and uh, everybody did it. Everybody did it. And he's like, okay, now you. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Like, it was this weird thing where he's like, why not? I'm like, because I don't want to do that. Like that's, this also feeds into our next podcast. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's it, I'm like, cause I don't, I, that's, that looks miserable. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't need to do it and I don't want to do it. And it's just nothing but misery. I'm just not going to do it. And I get no, I, it's, so you have to almost find a little bit of pleasure in the discomfort. And my right. example of pleasure or what do you call it? Uh, uh, guilty, guilty pain. pain. <laughs> uh, when I, when I was going through my um, rehab after my shoulder surgery and I had to go to physical therapy for a long time, they would put these, I would do all this stuff, right? They do all this. Uh, it was a miserable, miserable several months of my life, but they would put these electrodes at the end of it. Oh, they put these I've electrodes. Yeah. I actually own those. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause they, I was having back issues so much that I, I just finally just bought them. And then I would just have my wife like put them on the back where the, where they needed to be and like turn it on. And it, it does the thing where it like clenches your muscles. When yeah. It electrocutes like, them, right? Yeah. yeah. So they'd put it on. And then the first time they did it, they said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to turn it up notch by notch. Tell me when you can, they tell, they would literally tell me, tell me the second you can feel anything. And so they go click, click, click. And then they would get to a click and I would feel this like buzzing through my shoulder. And I, I was like, Oh, I can, I can feel that. They're like, okay, stay here for 15 minutes. And I'm like, okay. And they do it. And I, and I enjoyed it. Well, as I started going back, I realized I, I want more. So I started not telling them. And then <laughs> I got to a point to where it was, it was, it was starting to hurt, but I was, I liked it. I'm like, okay, right there. Then it got to its, to its thing. And it was just like, just like, like it was being shocking me. And I just liked it. I don't know what that is. Then I decided I'm going to go the distance with this thing. I want, I want all the juice. So they're clicking up, 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 up. And that they got to be able to go that high. Cause sometimes there's going to be certain parts of the body that it's going to need more to get to where it's got to go. I, I'm assuming up, 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 up. And I'm not saying a word. And she's like, can you really not feel this? I'm, and I can feel it, dude. And I'm like, no, I can't, I, I, I can't feel it. And she's like, up, 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 
can you really not feel this? So now she thinks it's broken. I'm like, I can't feel anything. Up, up, up. And next thing I know, my arms twitch. And she's like, you can't do it. She turns it back down. I'm like, but I like it. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, but I, it was like super painful, but I, I enjoyed it for uh, some reason. Title of the uh, podcast today, Skiz is a Masochist. No, I don't know what that wow. was, man. That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. I mean, so if we keep talking about, uh, if we want to flip it, there are things like if we want to talk about food that I get a lot of hate for mm. because I, I outed myself the other day and told the world I do not like pickles. Yeah. And that apparently is a problem. Apparently, uh, uh, not a lot of people. I'm very up. If I knew that that was going to be on your list, I would have brought some pickles and we, we would have had one right here and now the right. Pickles. I can't stand pickles. You're not eating. Them I right. can't stand pickles. I could probably handle like the sweet pickle, but like Ew. straight up. Like dill pickle. God, or how many ways can you be wrong? Not sweet pickles, gross. Just you need you need just <laughs> oh the crunch, dude. A nice cold pickle. Can't stand it. Anytime, anytime <laughs> I go out to eat and I have like a burger and fries. Can't stand. And they and they put the pickle on the side because they do that a lot, or they put the pickle on the side. But they, they always put it up uh, on like on the fries. Yeah, basically. I don't. And like then that. I have like those like one or two French fries with pickle juice in them. Yeah, I'm, and I I, now, I won't touch them. I'll <laughs> throw those away. I. They're so gross. I don't like pickles. How much would it take for you to to drink a jar of pickle juice? Oh, jeez. Because apparently, if Lamar Jackson had done that, uh, we would have won. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that right. Year you don't pit. you don't get uh, cramps, muscle cramps yeah. if you can drink pickle juice. <laughs> oh man, uh, a jar like a, like I, okay, so you get a jar from the grocery store. You eat all the actual physical pickles, and yeah. what's left is the juice, which is which about, is probably about half the jar at that yeah. point. Uh, I would have a hard time doing it. I'll tell you that, man. Yeah, <laughs> it, it'd probably be in the hundreds before I I would do it. I think <sighs> I need at least five hundred dollars <laughs> to to pull that off. Oh, I, I, let's let's let's. Okay, we we here's what we need to do. We need to have future podcasts that have a tie to the podcast that's happening right now, where we make some sort of promise that we're going to eat a pickle on a, a it's podcast. It's better than the eating the hot wings, dude. Because oh, wow. Goodness. That was miserable. That was painful, that was especially miserable. the second round. Yeah, the second round. If you don't know what we're talking about, um, so Impulse and I did the hot ones, uh, <laughs> on and and it was miserable. Uh, but we think we may have prepared it a little off to where it pulled some of the heat out. We yeah. weren't quite sure. We suspected as much because we got through it and it wasn't easy, but it was like not as painful as we expected. not as painful as we expected. But it was almost instantly obvious that we're going to get through this. I think. Yeah. So we decided to revisit it. We went to actual wings instead of popcorn chicken. And then we uh, marinated, marinated it in it. And, said, and then we didn't. And, and then we heated them up. And then we put fresh Another on coat. all of them. So, so they like were wet. Marinated and then double coated. And it we was, did it with Tango. It was insane. Yeah, we did a live stream because uh, yeah. I had a goal on my live stream for a certain amount of subs. And we hit it. And I needed to come up with a reward. And I was like, all right, what if we do the hot wings live? And then you and Tango joined, and so there's a stream out there. It's on it's on my second YouTube channel, Impulse SV2, if the people yeah. want to go see it. But that time uh, was much more painful. Oh yes, especially when, when I you, took the, the the hottest sauce, the worst one, De Bomb Beyond Insanity, and I put it in my eyeball. Yeah, uh, he did it. Uh, that was I, I didn't do it on purpose. That's something Steve-O would do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't not, even think he would do that. Uh, yeah, he might snort it, but I don't think he would do that because <laughs> I don't know. I actually have no idea if that could be legitimately dangerous for you. I think eye it probably could. Yeah, something that bad. Because you went, you were in the bathroom like rinsing your eye out for oh, a yeah, while, sucked. and then I had to come back and finish. Yeah, like a, that was a boss move, man. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, pickles, I, I'm going to get a lot of hate because a lot of people love pickles and I just don't get it. Yeah. I just don't get it. I mean, if I want to continue shaming myself here that olives are next, I can't stand olives. Really? I like olives. And mustard would be my next, but I am starting to come around. My wife is, is slowly getting me to like mustard yeah. by like honey mustard. And then we made like a barbecue chicken <laughs> thing the other day that had like barbecue mustard, which is weird, um, but it was very good. And I was like, okay, I can handle that, but it's just straight up mustard. No way. Yeah. So if you really want to torture me, uh, we'll dip pickles in mustard and then I'll finish it. Oh, off with an, with an I don't olive. want that even a little bit. That's <laughs> terrible. So here's another guilty pleasure, dude. Okay. I'm a, I'm an old fella. Okay. I'm a man. I Getting, love SpongeBob. Okay. I was getting a little nervous. Where are you going? I okay. love Where did you think I was going? Was <laughs> I love SpongeBob. I love it. And, it. and I think what I love most about this is how many people just said that is not a guilty pleasure. SpongeBob is awesome. I, I will sometimes watch that show by myself. I, I don't need to have, you know, my kids yeah. are all grown, but I even, I started to realize because when they were little and we'd watch it together and then one day they were not in the room and I caught myself watching. And I'm like, Oh, I like this show. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's a great, it's a, I think that happens a lot though. I mean, I don't shame you for that at all because, uh, Phineas and Ferb was one. Oh, it's a that, good one, dude. That my kids would watch and I, and every time it was on, I would sit down and enjoy it just right there with them. Yeah. You know? I, I Dora the Explorer now didn't get no, into, didn't get into that. Maybe not. little Einstein's going on a trip. I don't in remember my that. Favorite rocket ship. I don't. No. Okay. <laughs> there's that. Okay. Well, we'll take that one. Then. We'll take that one. My favorite rocket ship. <laughs> there's people. There's people that know what I'm talking about. They're gonna be like, "That's a great show." Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can get. It's easy to get sucked into like the the kids shows, especially when you're you're exposed to things. Again, it's an exposure thing. I think. You know, the same reason why you got into Tim and Wit, and I never will is because I'm never going to allow myself. Can't say never, dude. I'm never going to allow myself to get exposed enough to enjoy that. But um, oh, where was it going to go? Oh, as far as like being older and appreciating or liking something that's meant for kids, the the biggest obvious one is Minecraft. Okay, very the good. Fact that, the fact that we are older and we, we like playing a video game that in the public's perspective, like they're what they think of the game in general is that it's a kid's game. Most, most, if you walk the neighborhood and, and run into 10 random people, nine out of 10 are going to say, Oh, that's a kid's game. Right. Yeah. And you'd be like, yeah, well I'm, I'm an adult and I, I've been playing it for 10 years. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, so there's, I guess, uh, in that respect, you know, as far as like your definition that you stated at the beginning of guilty pleasure, that would fit the bill because it could be kind of like shunned or looked down on, by the general population that were adults playing in what they deem as a kid's game. Yeah. Uh, yes. However, I stand by anybody who thinks that that's a kid's game. If you start playing it, you'll realize, no, this is an anybody game is how I feel right. about that. Yeah. But I, so, I mean, yeah, so, I mean, the public perspective is, is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's go. still there. So therefore it's not deemed socially no, acceptable. Good. And that fits that fits the bill when it comes to talking about guilty pleasures. So I mean, yeah, that's like the most obvious one that we have in front of us. Yeah, is that we, you know, I mean, how many people, how many people have you run into that or like family or whatever that's like, you know, hey, how's that Skittles man thing going? <laughs> and 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 you're like, you know, oh yeah, I made some Minecraft videos this week. You know, what I mean, you feel, do you feel confident like talking to your random family or whatever that knows you're doing this? That you that you're making Minecraft videos. Do you, are you like fully confident when you're talking to them, or do you feel a little bit like oh they they're looking at me like 
dude, you play kids games for, you know? Yeah. I, uh, that's a great question. Um, I think like when I come across people who don't know what Minecraft is and they're like, Oh, what's your YouTube channel about? And, and I, well, I, it's games and you know, I, I play games. Like I, I literally leave it at that. So you don't mention Minecraft straight away. No, well, I'll say my, I'll say, you know, what game? And I'll, I'll say, well, Minecraft is one. And, and so we have, you know, this is, I can do, there's tutorials or there's storylines or whatever. And there's just a lot of different ways to do it. And I always say, I don't think it's that I uh, feel bad about it. I think it's like, I don't really want, I don't care to explain this because yeah. it's, I can, it's never going to work. You know what you their, their perception is going to be. And so you're not going right. to want to spend the time right. to try to change it. I, I don't know exactly. But not only that, but I'm not going to be able to, because you need to just go play it. Just go play it for an hour, come back. And then I'll tell you why, yeah. why this works. But if you're not going to do that, then there's it's too hard for me to explain because it, it this is a very weird thing to anybody who doesn't know. I mean, Mumbo was talking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't make any sense to people who don't do this, who, whether it's making it or watching it. If they're completely out of that realm, it's like you. What do you? What do you do? And you're always going to get that a little bit of judgment, I suppose. Mm -hmm. So maybe uh, I don't know. Maybe loving the game could be. But you're right. The the bottom line is that the perception. Perception is unfortunately a form of reality. And, and, yeah. and that is what it is, is that if you don't play it, what I don't like is people who just make up their mind on stuff without having no exposure at all. Uh, I never play that game. That game's stupid. Have you ever played it? Well, no, I won't. What, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you have no frame of reference whatsoever. You're not going to yeah. give it a go. So that's another topic entirely. But uh, I will tell you this. Here's another one. And this is weird. I, I don't know if I would categorize this as a guilty pleasure. But it is weird to me. I've never been a boxer. You know what I mean? I've never been like a professional fighter at mm -hmm. all. Obviously, I like MMA. But I'll tell you what I can sink a lot of time into is just watching old clips of Mike Tyson. That like it is the craziest mm -hmm. thing in the world. He what a specimen. And to, to watch what he was doing when he was 14, 15 years old, he was that dude was born to go on on the record of, of mankind as one of, if not the greatest boxer that ever lived. He mm -hmm. was crazy. And watching the things that he could do um, and, and the kind of speed that he had and his ability to hit somebody twice with the same hand in, in a blink of an eye, just enough for, for no other reason other than to stun them enough so he could come in with that, that famous uppercut. Like watching him do that to people and, and just being like, dude, this guy was an absolute master. That's that's something that I might be a guy. I don't, I don't mm. box. I don't know anything about this. I have no place like kind of liking it on that level. But I just found myself being consumed at watching somebody being so good at pummeling other yeah. people. You know, I, I I enjoy watching people that are just good, like good at stuff, yeah. stuff in general. You yeah. know, even if it's like something that that's not necessarily a hobby of mine or or any of that. Like anytime that you can like. I can't. I've never solved a Rubik's a Rubik's cube right. ever. I've never tried uh, hard enough to to do one. Yeah. Uh, but then to like see somebody get a world record and solve it in like a matter of seconds. Oh or yeah. Less somehow. Like it, I'm like I'm in awe of that. Or like people with yo-yos, they do the yo-yo tricks. Like I don't have a. I have no clue how to do any of that. But like just seeing people excel at such a high level yeah at anything is always something i'm like super drawn to and will will stop me i'm not a tiktoker i don't watch i don't do tiktok but like if it shows up on my like recommended videos or something i'll i'll, I'll go check it out uh, th so those are those are things that are great like and obviously when it is something that is a hobby of mine like estepario like is a drummer you know seeing somebody that good is something that you 
have somewhat relationship with yeah. is even more so. But yeah, I'd, I'd say as far as guilty pleasures, yeah, anytime I, I, I can be in awe of somebody and what they're capable of, I'm going to be drawn to it for sure. Yeah. Uh, that's see, but I don't think that's a guilty pleasure. I think that's just liking watching people be yeah. good at stuff here. here, Here's one. I will fully admit I, almost by complete definition. This is a guilty pleasure. I, <laughs> I, I like making homemade nachos. Now that seems harmless, but it's not. It's, Why don't you ever make me nachos? Because they're for me. I want so, nachos. I, I want nachos right now. They're not, but it's not like it's. Here's what makes it a guilty pleasure. It's not like it's good nachos with like you know proper you know queso cheese or whatever. It is, uh, like sprinkled on shredded cheese that you put in the microwave. What am I doing? Am I? Do I think I'm I'm 14 years old? That's where it's just like completely ridiculous. That's something you make when am you're I, a teenager. Am I remembering right? No, don't do it. When no. when you did a little stay at, at don't do it you in college you, you stay you had you rented a room basically <laughs> in my parents' house when I was still living there too, and uh, I had I had a mini fridge and I remember you used to stock it with the weirdest stuff, man. I was trying uh, stuff. You would have uh, what was it like cheese whiz? No, it was like some sort of liquid cheese. No, and then like tortillas and you would basically just spread yeah. this liquid no, cheese I didn't. on the tortilla and microwave it <laughs> and that was what you ate no it isn't i know no yeah. it would be shredded cheese That's it was not shredded it yes was it like, was it was i'm not putting like, easy cheese it on. was like cheese whiz dude no way dude uh, i'm not even a i'm not i no. remember you making it and being like what is this dude doing yeah. <laughs> That's okay, because when I was like really, when I was younger, I used to uh, microwave bologna. Oh, my have brother ever, did that. Have you ever done that? Yeah. So you, you microwave, I, and like, I didn't like bologna at all, but I would microwave it so it was like crispy, almost like a bacon. Yeah. And then it was good to me. Like, yeah. So I, I, do, I do have, a, I do make weird things as well. Like all the time, I'll mix stuff together that my wife is looking at me like, there's no way that's going to work. And then I just like, I'm like, yeah, it's good. Uh, I, I've always wanted to like just come up with some sort of thing that nobody's ever thought of and been like, you know what I mean? Because whoever invented the pizza, I'm sure that's what they were up to. Yeah, we'll do this and we'll do that. See, try and that, then yeah. boom, and then the pizza, it's the best thing in the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm thinking, I'm thinking someday I'll be able to do that. I'm pretty sure it will involve ranch though. Because I have uh, an addiction to using ranch. Oh, you with love everything. Your ranch. Like my I'll, I'll, ranch goes with everything in my mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> like French fries, dip ranch in it. Uh, like I ranch I see, you, on everything. Impulse puts ranch in his coffee. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. So maybe there's there's a if we're talking about food, there's a guilty there's, pleasure. I, is, is ranch goes with everything in my mind. Yeah, and that's I would say I would say maybe my biggest guilty pleasure with food, and this is something quite literally. This is, I, the guilt I feel is so real that I haven't done it in a very long time. Like I've not had this in a long time. Jack in the box, double good, cheeseburger, ranch. <laughs> large fry and two tacos. Are you kidding Holy me? Cow. That is not necessary. Now, like yeah, the two tacos is definitely not necessary. Not exactly. Like here's a full meal and throw two tacos yes, on the side. Yes, dude. What is that about? Now, again, it's, I haven't, that's been a very long time. I think the last time I that, that I did that, which I I was old enough to, where I'm like I don't feel good, and I that was like I don't think I'm ever gonna do that again. You know what I mean? But yeah. I remember every time I had done that meal, which was also not often, 
it was just like this. I this is these are all the wrong decisions. Yeah, this is the worst decision I can make, and I'm just gonna carry on. I mean, that is a guilty pleasure. There's a reason I'm not telling anybody about this <laughs> until I'm apparently on a podcast. Yeah. Like you know, it, so it's well. It, I mean, yeah, you can you can go wild, right? Like, ha, have you ever had their baconator? You don't eat bacon anymore. But I don't eat bacon. Did you anymore. ever have their baconator before uh, you stopped eating I, bacon? I believe so. Like I, that thing is massive. It's yeah. like patty bacon patty bacon <laughs> pat, like it is massive and and i yeah i'd enjoy that from time to time i don't do wendy's anymore i don't do fast food hardly at all like yeah. my i have one exception and that's culver's like so, oh man i haven't had that yeah so i'm i'm pretty much like just i just over fast food that's I, the I don't best enjoy way to be dude. at all yeah that's the best way to be and it's it's i used to like when i was younger i mean i'll, I'll give you this how about this fast food was not a guilty pleasure and still, until I started to realize that it should be right. Mm. So you go back to when you're a kid. I'm sorry, I was. You're so active as a kid. I mean, it was crazy to yeah, eat your the body garbage. Needs the calories. Yes, it's growing dude. and yes. doing stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm 17 years old. I'm the amount of calories I'm taking in is ridiculous, and I'm chiseled. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like you don't think about stuff like that. But as soon as you start to get a little bit doughy. It, maybe maybe don't go to Taco Bell, but no, I'm gonna go apparently ten thousand more times in my life. You know, it's like that's where it becomes a guilty pleasure. You I'll know? tell you that. What since I mean we're definitely off topic. That's okay. Uh, when it comes to fast food, I I sometimes feel like there is some sort of like addictive ingredients they're putting in because like Taco Bell, for instance. Like my wife does, she's never liked Taco Bell ever, and and that's kind of when you when you get married and you have a partnership like that, you're you're eventually gonna just adapt to what each other sure. does right and she wasn't in Taco Bell and I, I was as a kid and and so you know I had to, I, I basically stopped eating Taco Bell I hadn't had Taco Bell in like years right something happened I don't know if my wife was out of town and or whatever and so I, I ended up picking up Taco Bell and so I got Taco Bell one time after like multiple years of never having Taco Bell and I ate Taco Bell and for the next two weeks all I could do is think about wanting more Taco Bell. <laughs> After years of not thinking or wanting Taco Bell in the slightest, all I could think of was I want more Taco Bell. Wow. And I was like, whoa, they do something. There's crack in here. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but luckily I, I didn't. I, I still now it's been that one time and it's been years again since I've done Taco Bell. Yeah. I just don't do it. Dude, my wife's tuna casserole. I have no mm. business eating that. It is. There's it's that. Are you kidding? It's got potato chips in it. It's got noodles in it. You know what I mean? It's got it's got cream of mushroom soup in it. I mean, it is, and it is my favorite meal. Is my wife's and she and and she knows it is. So she five thousand calories per bite per bite, bro. And she knows that it's like my favorite uh, meal. So she like almost never makes it because it is. It really yeah. is sort of that unhealthy or whatever. But she will. She kind of keeps a good eye on when, like life it the goes south yeah and, it, and i mean it really it really does have to be pretty bad for her to be like listen i'm gonna make some tuna casserole but when she does it you know I, I love it but you know what i also don't need to do i don't need to have three servings of it <laughs> you know yeah. and you she you she made it for us one time yeah. years ago years ago yeah, and i remember really i was good. like i'm gonna study impulse i'm gonna see if he's into this as much as i am and dude you loved it and you went back for seconds so i'm like oh yeah he's like me man <laughs> it's so Can't good stop. Can't stop. Yeah. Oh. Uh, anyways, we got into food. We must be getting towards lunchtime here. Yeah. Uh, but maybe, maybe there's a good chance to uh, to wrap things up. But before we do, I'd actually like to uh, throw it out there because we have a comment section on our YouTube videos. All right. I would love to hear their guilty pleasures. Yeah. You guys want to? You guys want to? 
share maybe use an anonymous account if you do if you're really guilty yeah, about it yeah. but uh yeah throw Actually, down in the, that's a great idea throw it down in the if comments. you have one that you really are legitimately like too shy to talk about that's your business that's 100 fine but yeah give it a go like, make see. an anonymous account go in there and and because i'm curious if we're going to come across because I, I was thinking about like, because you made up a joke about like, you know, biting your toenail. So I was like, oh, <laughs> but then I was like, wait a minute. I bet you people do that. Yeah. You know, and that's and that that it, that could probably be looked at as a, a guilty pleasure. You know what I mean? I sometimes I, I don't know if you do this. I kind of bite my cuticles. Do you do that? No. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't mess with with nails as much. But um, when I did have a I did have a time where I was like plucking at my eyebrows. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like I just you know, just like find one that was Stop longer it. than the rest and I would Stop. <laughs> and, and then I realized that that was like a stress mechanism of mine. I, I mean obviously my eyebrows are fine. I didn't pluck them out, but <laughs> like I would just find that I'd just be sitting there and like all of a sudden what? What am I doing? I'm t Oh, I'm pulling it. Oh god, I, I can Not my feel eyelashes it. like my eyebrows. I know. I know. <laughs> So, so then I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do better and like try to like keep them trimmed so there's not none long enough to, to yeah. pluck at. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I fell into that a little bit. And That's fine. I, I had to teach myself to stop doing that. That's like a nervous tick. <laughs> so do that. Go make an anonymous account if, if you need to. I like that idea. Do an anonymous account if you need to. And tell us about your guilty pleasures. In I bet the you that's harder than you think to make an anonymous account probably. on YouTube. Oh, probably. Yeah, you have to just <laughs> just smash a keyboard. First name anon, last name yeah. a miss. Pop <laughs> <laughs> anonymous. So uh, yeah, do that. I'm curious to see what they are. Maybe make me feel a little bit better about myself. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> no, I, I want to see because I, I bet you anything. Like in reading some of yours. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do that, too. I do that, too. Yeah, that that's too. probably and then, true. And then I, I would have had a much longer list to talk about today. I, 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 that's true, too. <laughs> anyway, that's a good All time right. to wrap up. Apparently, uh, we're hungry. Good podcast, and, uh, and I'll see you next time. Yep. See you later. Bye.